I'm going to show you what happened in my journey because as a pre-PT, I did get accepted on my first try, but there were specific things that I did that helped me get accepted. And for the students that we work with, this is a lot of what we pull in for them to do as well if they have been rejected in the past and they want to make sure that doesn't happen again or they're about to apply for the first time and they want to make sure that they get accepted on that attempt. Hey, what is up? Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast, where we help you get into physical therapy school without wasting time or money. Our goal with these episodes is to give you clarity, confidence, and control over your ability to get into your dream schools as a future physical therapist. So if that's you, you're on the right podcast. And if you enjoy this episode and other episodes, be sure to share them out with other friends, other Pre-PT friends who you believe would value every single episode. We're here to help you get one step closer to your dream. And before we start this episode, we want to give you access to some of our best resources to help you get accepted into PT school despite having low GPAs, previous rejections, GRE struggles, and more. So go to www.ptschoolacceptance.com and we will take care of you from there. Have a blast listening to this particular episode. And if you enjoy it, be sure to share it out with other friends who you believe would value it as well. In the next few minutes, I'm going to show you how I got accepted into physical therapy school on my first try with zero rejection letters. So if you're listening right now and you're interested in becoming a physical therapist and you want to be able to do it on your first try or on your next try, this is for you. Now, if you're not serious about becoming a physical therapist, or if you're not serious about doing everything in your power to get accepted, this video will not be helpful. This will not be for you. But if you are serious about that, lock in, take some notes. I'm going to share you how I did it. Now, before I share that, my name is Joseph Gugi. I'm a physical therapist, one of the co-founders of Free PT Grind, where for years now, we've been helping students get accepted into physical therapy school without wasting time or money. Now, I'm talking about students that have had low GPAs, past rejections, uh, been told by other people to basically find a backup option because they were told that they would not be good enough to be qualified applicants for PT school. And so uh, for years, we've specialized in helping students just like you literally just bulldoze through a lot of the major obstacles that we all face as students. I'm going to show you what happened in my journey because as a pre-PT, I did get accepted on my first try, but there were specific things that I did that helped me get accepted. And for the students that we work with, this is a lot of what we pull in for them to do as well if they have been rejected in the past and they want to make sure that doesn't happen again or they're about to apply for the first time and they want to make sure that they get accepted on that attempt. So I'm going to break it down for you and then I'm going to give you some next steps afterwards if you're serious about getting accepted. Number one, I was very clear about what I wanted and where I wanted to get accepted from the time I was a freshman. Like a lot of students struggle with knowing where they want to apply or knowing what they want or why they want to be a physical therapist. And what that did for me is it allowed me to, from the beginning, have zero backup plans, right? Because a lot of times when we feel conflicted or we feel split, and sometimes it's because we have opinions from other people who are telling us, hey, you have a backup option or whatnot, it starts to divide our energy and our focus levels. If you compare it to a lot of the people that do great things, right? So think of your your favorite athlete or someone that you look up to they have obsessed over a very specific thing and i truly now that i think about it as a pre-pt i i knew what i wanted so badly and so so clearly that i essentially obsessed and poured all my energy into this one thing and whatever did not serve it had to basically be pushed to the side. So um, that's the first thing. I had a lot of clarity and a lot of intentionality. So for some students that we work with, it takes them a little bit longer to find that because their, their first two or three years, they might be focused on a different career path and then later figure out, oh, I want to be a physical therapist. Or uh, we have students that have gone into a different career path where after a while they realize, oh, well, like 
actually want to be a PT. So they actually come back and do physical therapy. But once there's that level of intentionality and clarity, lock in on it and don't let anyone sway you because that was a key part of what allowed me to get accepted on my first try with zero rejection letters. Number two, I did the boring thing. Now, don't get me wrong. I had a good time in college, right? But because of how clear I was about where I was going, I was essentially what you would call a boring student. I always asked myself, for example, if it was a weekend and a lot of my friends were partying, I would ask myself, well, does it make sense for me to party or does it make sense for me to prepare for my exams next week or to rest or recover? And don't get like I said, I, I still had a good time, but I was now that I look back, I, I was a very boring student in the perspective of everybody else. But the truth is a lot of the people that were not necessarily focused on what they wanted later on had to kind of add extra years to their schooling or they had to switch career paths and they were just kind of all over the place. But remember, it's a level of obsession that I had about what I wanted. And in fact, I actually had a classmate who, um, you know, we, we were pre-PTs together and uh, during his second year of um, undergrad, right? Uh, he had been on the basketball team for the school, um, had a lot of extracurricular things and it actually dropped his grades so much that we started to wonder like, is he gonna get, like we had all had this pact where we were like, I, like we wanna get you know into PT school at the same time so that we can support each other. We were each other's accountability partners. And I actually remember a conversation we had where we sat down and we're like, okay how are we going to help our friend out so that he can make a massive comeback and what happened is the junior year our junior year in college he decided to drop a lot of the things that had essentially been distractions right and what happened is he literally had back-to-back 4.0 semesters just from making that decision and ultimately we all got accepted into PT school on the same day. So I just want you to understand being a boring student sometimes is the way to go when you know why you're doing what you're doing, when you understand that there's patients on the other side waiting for you, when you understand what your career, dream career has the ability to do for not only you, but your family. I was aware of those things early on. And I don't think a lot of students spend the time to be aware of that, which actually allows them to feel conflicted and stretched thin. So that was my second thing. I did the boring thing. I was a boring student. Number three, I had tons of help. <laughs> I had tons of help. Now we're in a position now where um, we coach students currently, right? So uh, we're the ones providing the help and all the stuff. But I, I remember as a student, I feel like um, we all have a hard time asking for help. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because we feel like it'll make us uh, look bad as a student or whatnot, but asking for help is probably one of the smartest things you can do. In fact, I had uh, two of my hardest classes were chemistry and physics. And I actually remember um, having two tutors for each of them, mainly because my tutors can only do two days a week. And I was like, I need more help than that. So I would basically have two tutors for one tutor for two days and then the other tutor for the other two days. So I could have at least four days of help every single week because I was aware of the fact that even though I struggled with chemistry or physics or any of the other classes, my goal was to become a physical therapist. So whatever I needed to do to get the grades I needed, I was willing to do that. And that habit has actually followed me even into my career today. Like I'm, I'm more than happy to ask for help, right? We have business coaches and whatnot that we hire because we're trying to learn things. And we understand that the mistakes that we make, other people have already made them. So why not leverage their mistakes instead of making them again? Number four, I had a pre-PT accountability team. So um, I actually call them my pre-PT super team. So it was four of us. I, I mentioned them a few minutes ago where um, from the time we were freshmen, we agreed hey, we're going to support each other when it comes to classes, 
If one person is struggling, we're going to help. If one person is uh, kind of drifting focus-wise, we're going to help. And our goal was to get accepted into PT school during the same application cycle. That was our goal from the time that we were freshmen. So we became each other's study partners. We became each other's support system. We pushed each other when things were harder. We celebrated each other when uh, we had gotten wins, when we had gotten the grades that we wanted, when we had finished an exam. And that became our fuel from year to year to year. And as I mentioned a few minutes ago, we all got the phone call for our acceptance letter on the same exact day, literally same exact day. We all went to the same PT program and kept supporting each other even after getting into PT school. But that was one of the keys to me getting into PT school on my first try with zero rejection letters, having a pre-PT support system. So if you're doing things by yourself right now, start asking yourself, how can I have access to other pre-PTs just like me where I can support them and they can also support me? And number five, I filtered any doubters out of my experience. So what that means is anyone that planted seeds of doubt, I just stopped listening to them when it came to this specific journey. Sometimes that was people that were closer to me. It's not that I just like ended friendships or whatnot. It's just the fact that I just didn't listen to certain people uh, when it came to my journey. I only listened to people that had already done what I was trying to do or were on the same path as me, period. The end. In fact, even today, that's how we coach most of our students because what that allowed me to do was to always focus on the next step. A lot of students struggle mainly because they're always focused on the worst case scenario. Scenario. What if I do everything in my power? What if I retake this class? What if I apply? What if I study for the GRE and things don't go as planned? I don't do well on the GRE. I get rejected from PT school. A lot of students are playing scared, right? As opposed to asking themselves, well, what happens if I apply and things go well? What happens if I study for the GRE and things go well? That's that's a massive shift, but it's a mindset thing. And who you're around plays a big role into how you see yourself as a student. So I made sure I was like, yo, like I want to get in on my first try. That was always my goal. But I was like, I need to protect my mind. And a lot of times we all have a hard time doing it. But once you change that, the confidence that you have, the consistency that you have goes through the roof. And so that's how I got into PT school on my first try with zero rejection letters. I was intentional and very clear about where I was going, what I wanted, and everything that I did served that. I did the boring thing. I was a boring student. So what? It got me to where I wanted to go. I had tons of help. I also had a pre-PT support team. And most importantly, I filtered out doubters from my experience. When you do those five things, I'm telling you right now, we've translated those five things to hundreds of our students that we have privately coached over the years. And even if they had gotten rejected before, even if they had had lower GPAs before, things shifted in their favor and they started getting accepted into not just one school, but multiple PT programs when they reapplied. And if you want that to be, you understand, we got to start playing to these five things. If we're not, you might not be giving yourself the best chance possible to get accepted into PT school. And if you want help and you're like, I don't want to do this by myself, no worries. We got you. Go to acceptedsystem.com where we will show you specifically how we hold students by the hand through this entire process, step by step by step, so that they can get accepted into PT school. And you'll also have the ability to hear and see the stories of other students just like you who were in the same position as you, but were able to flip things, shift things, do the five things that I just shared with you, and ultimately get to the next stage of their journey, which was getting accepted into PT school and ultimately being a few years away from being doctors of physical therapy. So I hope that
this video was valuable to you. And if it was, please share this with other friends that you feel need to hear everything that you just heard right now and keep binging on all of our other content and value on this platform. Be sure to like and subscribe and we'll see you on the next training. Bye. What is up, guys? You've been listening to the Pre-PT Grind podcast, where we don't just help you get into PT school, but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question for you. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all, our audience. So if you can take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast and tell your friends about Pre-PT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.